Go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second. You're listening to Lee Carson, Newcastle Hunters Home Rugby League. Welcome back to another edition of League Castle. I'm, of course, your host, Chris McPherson, and today we have a bumper episode of League Castle coming to you. The Newcastle Hunter Community Rugby League is only a matter of days away, so we've managed to track down a couple of the coaches from the A and B grade competitions. We've got Aaron Morris from the Belmont South Rabbitohs and Luke Day, the co-coach of the Aberglasson Ants from the B grade competition. We also, uh, of course, delve into the Newcastle Rugby League or the Denton Engineering Cup, the President's Cup competition, and we've managed to catch up ahead of this week's Bar TV match that around between the Entrance Tigers and Curry Curry Bulldogs down at Edsac with the Entrance Tigers captain and number nine, Matt Killick. So... Plenty to look forward to, uh, plenty of coverage of the local football. Let's get started with the Newcastle Rugby League, the Denton's Engineering President's Cup. Today we're joined by the entrance captain, uh, Matt Killick. Matt, welcome to League Castle. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm well, mate. Thank you for giving up a little bit of your... Wednesday afternoon, I had to think about it then. The days are all out of whack. We were talking about it just before off-air. Uh, a little bit of a four-day week throws everything a little bit out of whack. It does, mate. It does. So, mate, um, obviously the entrance joining the uh, Denton Engineering, the President's Cup North, the Newcastle Rugby League. It's got a, a dozen names at the moment. But, uh, mate, uh, glad to be on board. And, and how are you finding the competition so far? Yeah, mate. I'm really loving it, actually. It's... Um a real step up sort of from us um, over the last sort of, couple of years. Um, there's not really any easy sides, mate, through, throughout the comp. So uh, the quality is uh, there across all sides. Uh, and, yeah, all the boys are really enjoying it. Great to hear, mate. And obviously, um, you know, one familiar foe who you haven't clashed with yet this year, but uh, Wyong. So you'll be looking forward to having that Central Coast derby a couple of times during the year? Yeah, for sure. Our... Um, our uh, Local first grade and reserve grade actually just played them on the weekend, and that's always a good uh, turnout. Um, the crowd also seemed to always turn out for that one as well. Um, but yeah, I've said it before that that sort of goes back a long before my time. Um, yeah, it's something I'm, I'm guessing will continue for a long time as well. Yeah, it's only only a few weeks away. It's actually a month tomorrow before you'll you'll clash with them, and uh, it, it will be at, well, Murray Breen by that point. Hopefully, Murray Breen is back to health. They've been playing at Bill Hicks the first few weeks, but I'm sure that'll draw yeah. a fairly a fairly substantial crowd uh, along. And and it's great to see. I think you guys did it on the weekend. We didn't have it the first round, but where possible, obviously your Central Coast teams will play as the curtain raises and it made a big day. I think you had two games kicking off at nine or nine thirty, and it went all the way through to the main game at three o'clock on uh, was it Friday that you played last week on Good Friday. Yeah, good Friday, mate. It was um, it was really good. Um, they reckon it was one of the biggest sort of gate ticket takings um, recorded. So, um, yeah, it must have been a lot of people through the gate. Excellent, mate. The boys will be asking for a pay rise then. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that wouldn't that be good? We might turn this into the league and see what happens. Yeah, exactly. That'll just um, just ask for a few cartons of beer in the sheds afterwards. That, that, that one doesn't mate, come under any yeah. salary caps, I don't think. So, no, that's right, mate. That, that's all we're normally after, mate. Is uh, something small like that. We're pretty happy. Just made it. You know, the high level athletes at this level of competition rehydrating well is always the key, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely. <laughs> mate, and, and before we get into it, we did we did talk about Wong, and, and we had your coach Shane Wooden on uh, a couple of weeks ago as part of our uh, previews to the season. Um, no love lost between the two clubs, but certainly adds a little bit of salt into the womb and a couple of their boys and a couple of big names in, in Sharp and Manolato joined and joined your club this year and they've certainly been some good assets in the first two rounds. Yeah, mate, definitely. Look, the, the boys have uh, fit in unbelievably well. They're, um, they're both awesome uh, guys and, uh, yeah, we're, we're loving having them on board. And certainly doesn't hurt, mate, uh, having a guy who can strike it off the tee, uh, whether for kickoffs or kicks at goal like Josh Manolato. Mate, it's unbelievable. It's uh, it's pretty handy when you know that you know a good percentage of the time you're going to be going up by six rather than four. So I actually got I got the punt, mate, from uh, the kicking duties. But uh, mate, what else do you do when someone of him his sort of caliber comes on board? 
Mate, just just make sure you remind him each time he does miss, okay? Like, you know, as the backup goal kicker, I think that's your job. But, you know, I think he's something like um, 12 from 13 so far this season. So, um, yeah, it's hard to hard to criticise those sorts of numbers. It's a, it's a pretty good strike rate to start the year. Yeah, no, definitely, mate. He, um, mate, he, hits it. he can kick the ball so far. It's unbelievable. Certainly, mate. And um, and you guys, uh, obviously, the lineup was looking strong, but Bolsa, we talked about it off air just before. A couple of the boys from the, uh, um, I guess, from the extended New Zealand Warriors squad uh, on the weekend with, you know, all the things that have gone on in Queensland. They're not able to go up and play in the Q Cup, etc. So they've fed them out to some other competitions and there's some limitations on that, just so that before anyone gets too up in arms, um, that they're, I think they're only allowed to play at Ron Massey or above, which our competition's considered parallel and, and equal to, and only two per club. So, mate, uh, welcoming those couple of guys is another added boost to your uh, lineup on on uh, Good Friday. Yeah, definitely, mate. They um, they come they come straight in and mate blended straight away. Actually, it was it was uh, good to see, and they're, they're both talented talented boys. So, mate, yeah, we'll, we'll take them uh, with with open arms. Um, as we were talking about before, it was a bit unlucky. Obviously, a couple of our other boys that were there, um, but mate, they all understood, and um, yeah, as I said, they blended in well. Yeah, mate, and um, it's, it's certainly uh, interesting to see and, and it's great that it adds some further depth to our competition, but we'd be remiss, mate, if we didn't talk about the fact that, you know, the entrants joining our competition sit on top of the ladder after a couple of good wins. Uh, certainly a tight tussle to kick off the season with that 10-point uh, win over Macquarie and a little bit more comfortable scoreline over Lakes, but I understand from talking to a few people that were there that you probably didn't have it all your own way and this, the scoreline certainly, you know, while well, not to talk down what you guys have achieved, um, probably didn't give Lake some of the recognition they deserve for, for what they put in over 80 minutes. So what have you thought so far of those two sides you've come up against? Yeah, um, first game um, was definitely tough. We, we went into that with, um, with no trials, as you're probably aware. Um, and, mate, that first 25 minutes was a real sort of grind. Um, we dropped a lot of ball. Um, and obviously, you know, finding our timing and all that sort of stuff... Um, so we seemed to come good in that first game uh, by the back end, and we ended up getting the win there. And then, yeah, last week, um, Lakes, they seemed like a bit of a young side. So, uh, as you said, they, they put in for, you know, 80 minutes. They actually put, I went straight through us off the first, um, I think it might have been the first set. So we got our pants pulled down pretty quickly. Um, but we, we rebounded back, mate. And, uh, yeah, we come away with, obviously, a pretty substantial win. Yeah, so that's it. 54-4, it certainly does no harm to the for and against. It's a bit hard, I guess, probably to genuinely judge where the competition sits one after two rounds, but also with, you know, a couple of the first round matches being uh, postponed due to the torrid weather we'd had uh, leading in. But certainly, um, you know, a number of people talking about yourselves in, in a similar ilk to that of the Maitland Pickers who had a big win over Wyong on the weekend. And uh, we'll, we'll delve a bit deeper into a couple of those in a moment. But how, how does that sit with you with with the fact that, you know, the pundits who, you know, the entrance probably a little bit of a dark horse coming into this season, the pundits are now talking about you in that sort of, you know, competition favourites ballpark? Yeah, look, I, I don't think you can really um, really say too much. We've only been in two rounds. I think some sides have only played one uh, round. So I reckon maybe after maybe four or five, uh, six even, mate, we'll start to see who really are sort of those top sides. But, yeah, look, it's always good to get... Um, we'll take the compliments, mate, if they're there. But uh, as I said, mate, we'll, we'll wait to see after four or five rounds where we're sitting and, and we'll be the judge from there. Yeah, completely understand that, mate. Um, you don't want to build up too much hype off the back of two wins. Uh, admittedly, one of them very flattering in terms of the scoreline. But, uh, yeah, it's it's got you in a good position now. And as I said, you know, sitting, sitting first on the ladder and you come into um, the clash now. Curry will be the next side up for you. Um, which we'll get to in a moment, mate. So that, that'll be an interesting one. But just running through the um, the score lines from last week, we've got uh, Cessnock had a big win, uh, or not a big win, a win on uh, Thursday night, 20-12 to 12 over West Roselles. It's big in terms of that rivalry. Yourselves having that 54-4 to 4 win against Lakes on Good Friday. The other Good Friday game, Central snatched that late, 18-16 over Curry. Uh, interesting to see Central's been involved in two two-point games so far, so certainly like the arm wrestle. Macquarie, who you saw the first round, had a, a reasonably comfortable win, 22-10. to 10. They were certainly the best of the outfits there at Townsend Oval on Saturday afternoon. And as we touched on before, uh, your Central Coast rivals, Wyong hosting Maitland Pickers, went down 39-6. to 6. But uh, Maitland certainly uh, is someone that you, you guys would undoubtedly have an eye on for when you come up against them later in the season when you've got the likes of... Uh, 
uh, Brock Lamb and the Langbridge boys, Pat Matiatia, Sam Anderson, Matthew Allwood. There's a, a lot of ex-NRL and New South Wales Cup experience running around there, mate. Yeah, definitely, mate. That's uh, I, I think they've already sort of set them. Well, everyone sort of knows, you know, they're going to be probably one of the top uh, NFS, not I'm guessing. Um, yeah, but for us, I suppose, a lot of it's unknown. We, we sort of go into most games with, you know, not much knowledge, obviously, with this sort of comp. Um, and, and, mate, we probably like it that way, actually. And, um, yeah, we just turn out and, and play as if, mate, we don't know what we're coming up against, and uh, we'll, we'll see how we go. Yeah, certainly. And, and, you know, as you say, you know, a lot of unknowns going both ways for yourselves and for your opponents when you're coming into these games. And, and that probably progresses on to this week, mate. Um, we've got the uh, Bar TV match of the round, the new initiative where uh, there's a man of the match award up for grabs, which is sponsored by Tui's new and Bar TV, which is which is obviously an exciting thing. And to be that highlighted game for yourselves, only the third week in the competition up against Curry. Yep. Um, I guess all you can look at is those names that you might know on paper and, you know, one of those that, that stands out, certainly for a man like yourself who plays in the middle. Uh, you know, your work cut out for you uh, trying to stop uh, Frank the Tank, Frank Paul Nuasala, mate. <laughs> yeah, mate, I know, I know. I actually, I, I saw that and straight away I thought, oh, yeah, it's going to be fun, mate, on, on Sunday. Um, so, look, you know, hopefully our, uh, our big boys stand up, mate. They'll be up for the challenge and, um, yeah, hopefully we can come away with with two points, um, yeah, we know as well, Curry going to be a quality outfit. As I've said, most of the sides, um, most of the sides, mate, they're going to be all full of, you know, XNRL or New South Wales Cup. Uh, but for us, mate, we just stick to what we, we sort of do, our job, mate, and we'll, and we'll see how we uh, end up. Yeah, certainly the best way to approach it. It seemed to be the common thread when I spoke to the coaches earlier in the year was, well, it's great to know the names that, you know, are running around. If you start focusing on that, then... Uh, you know, not focusing on your own thing, your own things, you'll quickly find yourself only five or ten percent off, which is all it'll take um, for you to, to fall behind in one of these games. And you know, you talk about NRL experience; you've obviously got some experience of your own. Josh Manalato's one, while not you know deep in NRL experience, he has got a couple of games and throw that alongside yep. his you know hundred odd games over in uh, England and some good experience to lean on. But mate, um, as you say, you know. Frank Paul, obviously a big man up the middle, but you've got your own there with uh, Big Timmy. Uh, he's been around for a few years with the entrance, and you know uh, you've got a few other big bodies there as well that'll certainly uh, keep Frank on his toes. I don't doubt. Oh, for sure, mate. Um, big Timmy, mate. He, um, as you said, he's been around for a while. He, um, so, mate, I'm sure he'll be up for the challenge, um, as will our other middles. But uh, yeah, mate, we'll, we'll see how the big bodies clash on Sunday. Yeah, lovely, mate. Well, I guess um, we might just have a quick run through the round and I'll let you get back to your uh, uh, Wednesday afternoon, mate. Um, so we'll have a quick run through this week's round. Obviously, I don't need to ask you who you're tipping when it comes to uh, the match of the round when the Entrance Tigers do take on uh, the Curry Curry Bulldogs down there at Edsac. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to quiz you. You're an Entrance Junior and you've been there all your life. So what does Edsac yep. stand for? Uh, mate, great question. <laughs> great question. <laughs> so it, it stands no, for something. Like, yeah, it stands for something, mate. Yeah, a couple of letters that mean something. I'm, uh, I'm actually, right. mate, I, couldn't, I could not tell you, to be honest. That's a great I, I, I'm going to say it's entrance district something, something, something. Um, centre? <laughs> Sounds, that, sound, that sounds good. That sounds, sounds good. good to me. All right. we, we, we might. Um, I talked to Shane about coming down and doing a bit of a, a video spot, so that might be a question. So don't word up too many of the boys about that. We might see if anyone actually knows the answer when we pop down later yeah. in the year. So that's yeah, that game. Perfect. Let's have a look at the other one. So that's on Sunday um, at 3 p.m. So will you have curtain raise your other grades at home this week? Do you know? Yeah, we will, mate. We will. Excellent. Who are they taking on, mate? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, they're taking Aaron Another big rivalry, mate. Another side that's um, yeah. always up, up and about in the Central Coast competitions, and the fact they that are, mate. You know, they've recruited. Sorry, I was going to say, yeah, they were they've recruited pretty well this year, mate. So um, our first grade boys will will definitely have a challenge uh, in front of them. Yeah, you guys have been one of the sort of the uh, the top dogs in the uh, in the coast competition now, fielding that side here, and uh, meaning that you know a couple of your key players who would have previously been your first grade side. I'm sure Aaron are eyeing that off, but. Your boys will want to keep those sorts of winning numbers intact. So hopefully that's um, a good curtain raiser and the crowds get in and around Edsac again. Mate, let's have a look at these other games, though. Uh, we've got two games on Saturday, the 10th of April. So the first of those is your Central Coast rivals, Wyong Roos. And Lakes again make the trip down to the Central Coast. It's scheduled for Morrie Breen Oval at this stage. So hopefully they can get on to uh, Morrie Breen there rather than Bill Hicks. And, mate, yep. um, you saw Lakes on the weekend. You obviously, you know, you know a few of the boys undoubtedly over at Wyong. Uh, they've um, added added a couple of players. They've lost some, obviously, including those two that have gone to yourselves. The O'Mealy boys have gone as well. But, you know, when you add in the New South Wales Cup 
experience of someone like Magnus Stromquist alongside, you know, Mitchie Williams, who's a pretty shrewd operator and you would have probably battled with a few times as a fellow number nine uh, over your careers, mate. Uh, who do you like here? Is it going to be the ruse to make their way back into the top five or are Lakes going to chalk their first win of the year? Yeah, look, I'll take, I'll take the ruse on that one, mate. I reckon they will, uh, they'll bounce back after, after last week, man. And, um, yeah, mate, I, as I've always said, they're, they're a quality side and I reckon, mate, they'll bounce back. Lovely, mate. The next one, the other Saturday game, and this one, this one, you, you know, would have been close to pipping you guys for a match of the round. It's a Coalfields derby. It's those two sides you talked about before. They sit second and third just behind yourselves. Maitland Pickers in third. Cessnock Goanna's in second. Uh, the, this one would be uh, worth the price of admission or for any Coast fans who aren't doing anything on Saturday and don't want to go to Wyong, it would be worth the trek up the, uh, up the M1 to Maitland for sure to check it out. Not only the, uh, the venue, but undoubtedly what's going to be a cracking first-grade encounter. Yeah, I agree, mate. Um, look, I'll, I'll probably just jump on to uh, Maitland with that one, uh, only because I just know that sort of out. I feel those boys in that outfit, and um, yeah, oh, I, I think they'll get the uh, the two points in that one. Beautiful, mate. Matt Lantry will be uh, undoubtedly sending a gift basket your way for tipping him. He's uh, always happy with people to uh, stop Maitland from flying <laughs> under the radar. He keeps trying to fly under the radar. I said, mate, you want a President's Cup, you can't fly under the radar. But anyway, no. Nah. That's next, right, that's right. Next up, we've got Wes, who, after two rounds, admittedly they had a washout round one, but haven't got a win yet. They sit in eighth. They take on the Macquarie Scorpions. Uh, the Scorps are one and one after their loss to you guys in round one and then a win over South Newcastle. Harker Oval will see its first action of the year on Sunday at three o'clock. Uh, the cricket season's done there, so Wes are at home. Uh, this will be an interesting clash. There's not a lot known. West obviously, have had a fair exodus of players. Macquarie... Uh, a couple of good signings, especially in the outside backs. I mean, you can't look past a Kerrod Holland who's still in his prime. Um, and also the fact that they've uh, brought in uh, former Bachelor star Joe Woodbury is, is the talking point. Uh, certainly get some ladies down to the game anyway. Uh, but Mate, a couple of boys actually jumped onto that when we, um, when we played them, which I wasn't aware of, but there con- you go. Eh? It's a bit concerning which angle the boys are taking, whether they're getting excited about it or whether they're giving a bit of, well, giving a, bit of a stick, I suppose. <laughs> Yeah, man, I reckon a couple of boys on my side probably think they're fucking half a chance as well. Oops, sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, mate. That's all right. We're, um, we're, you know, we are, we are aimed at a, a slightly older audience, so that's okay, mate. Yeah, sure. Uh, but, yeah. You know, and then, obviously, Ryan Walker's a, you know, a gun that's been around for a number of years at West. They've brought Stephen Witters in, who's looked pretty good for them at fullback so far, and big Jerome Wilson and Matty Herman up front. So uh, there's plenty of size. Benny Stone's got plenty of experience as well. Uh, he and his brother obviously come from pretty good stock uh, in terms of their old man, Rick, who's been involved in NRL and, you know, the two of them have been in, in Newcastle Knights and other NRL squads um, and extended squads before. So it'll be a, a nice physical one, but who do you like in that one, mate? We're going to go with the Scorps on the road or, or West at home? Uh, mate, I'll go with uh, the Scorps, mate, on the road. All right, excellent, mate. And uh, that should bring us, by my maths, to the final matchup of the round. We've already addressed the entrance versus Curry. You said Curry by 13-plus, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't want Shane hooking you. Um, the last one, mate, this one's an interesting one. South Newcastle, they've uh, had two uh, reasonably tight games so far. They come up against the Central Newcastle Butcher Boys. I said Central Newcastle went down uh, 18 points to 16 the first round against... Uh, Wong Roos down there. They then travelled up to Curry. They've got their third away game on the trot. They knocked off Curry by that same scoreline of 18 points to 16. So by the sound of it, they're locking in an 18-16 result, but it's just about which way it's going to go. Is it going to be South Newcastle or is it going to be Central Newcastle in the derby? Mate, I, I don't want to go Central there. Central? Well, oh, mate, when they've got the experience of uh, Luke Walsh and Dylan Pythian, you'd, uh, and, and then throw in Brad Murray in the mix as well. They, they've got a plethora of halves, so uh, it's certainly, be, certainly be, be an interesting one. But, mate, that, uh, that brings us to a close uh, for our Newcastle Rugby League wrap. So thank you, firstly, for giving up some of your time and joining us. Secondly, good luck to the entrants. I look forward to coming down and seeing you boys during the year uh, for a bit of a video spot, mate. Um, is, have you got any tip for who we should hand the microphone to to go around and ask the questions? I like to hand it off and just run the camera. So who's, who's going to be the best one for some chat just to give the microphone to pester everyone? Uh, as in, out of our last sort of committee members? Uh, mate, committee members, players. Whoever, whoever, we quite often use one of the players just to go around. It's, you know, okay. uh, just to go and stir up yeah, his yeah, mates yeah. on a bit of camera probably, and ask um, some questions. Yeah, pr- probably Big Timmy. Um, and he thinks he's a bit of a comedian, mate. So um, you're probably uh, best off jumping onto him, mate. I'm sure he'll be, he'll like going around and uh, getting a bit of commentary out of the boys. And enjoy getting his own head on camera, mate. Sounds, sounds like a Brian Fletcher style, is he? Mate, uh, look, I, I wouldn't put him in that category. Um, I wouldn't put him in that category, but yeah, mate. That's, that's he, how he's uh, picturing himself, maybe. 
100%. Beautiful, mate. We might uh, we might uh, catch you in a few weeks, Sam. Well, good luck this weekend, uh, hopefully for your sake and uh, uh, Shane's, Shane Wooden's sake. Uh, it's 3-0 and that the entrance are sitting atop the table after a win in the match of the round against Curry. And, uh, mate, hopefully you're fortunate enough to uh, pick up the uh, best on for the weekend and get the, get the prize from Bar TV. But we'll wait and see. Undoubtedly, a cracking game down there at Edsac. Uh, thank you again for your time, mate, and we'll catch you during the year. Awesome, mate. Thank you. So that was Matt Killick from the Entrance Tigers, their captain and hooker. A big thank you to Matt for his time and also to Shane Wooden for getting us in touch with Matt. Uh, make sure to get around and check out all your games this weekend. Again, a reminder, Saturday, Lakes versus Wyong at Murray Breen. Cessnock travel to Maitland at Maitland Sports Ground, both at 3 o'clock on Saturday. The three games on Sunday is the West Rosellas hosting Macquarie Scorpions, the Entrance Tigers up against the Curry Curry Bulldogs, and the final one at Townsend Oval in Merriweather will be the South Newcastle Lions hosting the Central Newcastle Butcher Boys. Again, a big thanks to Matt Killick there. Uh, it's now time for us to take a quick break, and we'll be returning with the Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League coverage, starting off with uh, Aaron Morris from the Belmont South Rabbitohs to have a look at the Win Network A-Grade Premiership, uh, and then we'll follow that directly on with Luke Day, or also known as Pumba, the co-coach of the Aberglass and Ants, looking at the B-Grade competition and also discussing the Aberglass and Ants Ladies League Tag season ahead. Welcome back. We are now looking ahead to the Win Network Premiership A-grade Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League. I am joined by none other than Belmont South Rabbitohs, the returning side into A-grade. Their player coach and uh, the man for all things concrete, uh, Aaron Morris. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Right, uh, let's, good. let's start off with the, with the marketing plug, mate. Uh, people want concrete. Who do they call? Oh, mate, it ain't concrete unless it's wrong concrete. Oh, I love That's it. I love say, it. Bro. That's, that's, that's what all the, all the happy customers are saying, mate. But uh, Belmont South back this year, mate. Um, I know there's been plenty of talk about some of those big-name signings. Uh, give us a bit of a chat about what your squad's looking like. Obviously, we know Cade, and, Cade Snowden and Matt Hilder have come in, which had some experience. Who else can we look forward to seeing in the black, green and red in 2021? Uh, mate, Joshy Towers was probably pretty big for us, I think. That was sort of him and Cade were the two main guys we tried to get, like, me and Charlie played at Lakes together, and Charlie does a lot of work with me on Friday, Saturday, so he was pretty crucial. And then Kate obviously grew up playing a lot of footy together, been mates for a long time. So I think once sort of people found out them two were on board, it generated a bit more interest. And Kate obviously being tight with Matty Hiller and Selmsey through his time in the NRL, brought them boys over. So just sort of all fell in the place after them two boys, but um, even like Tyler. Tyler O'Brien at fullback, he's going to be pretty pretty strong ball runner this year for us. So there's a lot of uh, lot of good players. Matty Simon, Nate Taylor in the halves. Yeah, I was going to say, mate, you get in trouble if you don't get Nate, give Nate Taylor a mention on the show. I know he listens just for his name to be said. So um, he's around the corner, he'll probably come around and throw rocks at me here. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Um, so yeah, obviously the four pack looking pretty good, mate. Does that mean you'll be uh, returning to your youthful position in the centres or on the wing, or what's going to happen there? <laughs> I'll have to keep that one in the dark, mate. <laughs> You'd be I like think the, I'm uh, the Jason McKenzie, I'm the Jason 20, McKenzie utility, mate. Yeah, oh, mate. Hopefully, some of the boys come through, and I don't have to play at all. That'd be pretty handy. Yeah. It might go better, but twentieth man. Yeah, I enjoy the drinking side of it more than the playing side these days. Yeah, that, that happens as we get older, mate. Um, I'm the same with my, my refereeing career these days, but that's all right. Um, so, mate, uh, obviously yourselves coming back into the competition, you would have watched what went on last year with the comp and uh, the, the upset in the grand final, etc. And, and we'll get to the games this weekend. But uh, you'd have to think, even with everything that's passed and seeing some of those uh, grade clubs put their open grade sides in, that two, two of the sides that are going to be certainly in the sights for a lot of clubs are going to be those two grand finalists from last year, Thornton Beresfield, the defending premiers, and Dora Creek, who I think have lost something like two games in two seasons so um, and, and yep. re-signed well as well. Yeah, they ended up going down and having rum in Northern Lakes last year, so I, I got the play back for them boys, both of them teams, I meant, sorry, and um, Dora's just class, I think. With um, that Hobbin down there, he's a pretty, pretty good coach. He's got a pretty good... Um, uh, culture that he's built down there. They all seem to buy into it and train pretty hard. And they just seem like they're a fit team. When we played them the other year, they just 
pull us off the park with fitness, really. And Thornton is pretty much like us. They're just a team of mates, from what I could gather. They've all grown up playing footy together, and they just enjoy playing footy together. So that's always a big thing in this comp. Yeah, it certainly is. A bit, so, uh, yeah. of, bit of camaraderie and, and wanting to play for each other can sometimes when you get down in, the, in, in that grind. Um, so yeah. the, the other thing that's obviously going to be interesting, like we've got those sides that you just talked about. We see Cardiff, like yourselves, that return. Northern Lakes are there again. But the, the, the big ones are obviously Souths and Curry coming in and Northern Hawks who, uh, I mean, the sky's the limit. We've seen some of the players that have got running around in their top side in reserve grade. So they'll undoubtedly have some talent there as well. So... How do you think that impacts the competition? Do you think it's going to lift the standard up again from where it was two years ago when you last participated? Yeah, well, South have always had, like, a lot of years I can think of, always been strong through their lower grades anyway. So I think they'll be pretty competitive this year. I've sort of got my eye on I'm going to try and head down tomorrow and have a look at that game. But um, at Northern Lakes, like, I'm not really sure what we're going to get out of them. Like, they could come out and just blitz everyone. It's just sort of going to be a wait-and-see thing. And... Um, yeah, Curry. I don't know what we're going to get out of Curry at all. I, yeah. I had a chat to Rossi. He wasn't even aware they had an open grade team. So <laughs> good to see he's got his he finger been, on the pulse up there. <laughs> well, he could have been Fox in there as well, so they could come out and pull everyone's pants down too. I think it's, it's going to be an interesting year, but interesting first round. I think coming up. Yeah, it certainly it's will be hard to pick. It's certainly going to be interesting to get a snapshot of these sides, mate. Um, I'm sure if you go down and watch Northern Lakes, you'll be giving plenty of uh, feedback to one D Sampson running out for South Open Grade. That'd be for sure. Oh, I've got to tackle that guy again. Bloody hell. He's like, he's like a keg with legs, isn't he, Dwayne Sampson? So the oh, reigning league castle bachelor of the year, I'm, which is more astounding. The thing about none from 15, from trying to tackle him front on, I always end up doing a backflip and trying to trip him over in my legs. <laughs> That's a, that's a good that's a good mental picture. I'd uh, I'd pay to be worth, I'd say to be worth the price of admission just to see that, mate. Um, oh, mate, you'll see that every game anyway. Tackling's never been a strong point for me. Certainly, be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what Cardiff. Uh, obviously, last time they were in A grade, they had a, a bit of a tough run. So hopefully, for their sake, um, they've bolstered that side. It'll be interesting to see. I think there'll be a, a few few familiar faces and names running out for the Cobras this year. I don't know if you've got any intel on who's over there, mate. Um, I'm not too sure, mate, but. I, I wouldn't be putting a line through Cardiff at all. They're always a tough team. They're always a pretty passionate team. Um, Jez and Dano over there, so they'll, um, they'll 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 get a run up for a game. I don't think I've ever had an easy game against Cardiff. So you could never um, never put a line through them at all. I'm not too sure who they've actually got. I did hear Bubba and that might be back. They're all pretty um, pretty staunch Cardiff boys. So I'm pretty interested to watch them tomorrow night. I think it would be a lot tighter than everyone's thinking. Yeah, Cardiff's always an interesting side, so we'll wait and see what they've got. But we'll run through these games, mate. Um, Friday night, as you said, uh, Northern Lakes down at the uh, wonderfully picturesque Gumbayar Oval. Friday night, 7 o'clock, South Newcastle will head down there. That is, um, mate, you played down there as a home ground last year. It's not an easy place to visit with the crowd that they get down there. Yeah, mate, I uh, thoroughly enjoyed playing there, especially on a Friday night. I think um, Northern Lakes will be up for it. I know they just recently lost one of their friends last week. So they're doing a big thing for him tomorrow night. So um, I'd be picking Northern Lakes to stand up on a Friday night there and, and not disappoint at all. I wouldn't like to be walking in there tomorrow night to play and put it that way. Yeah, and so the crowd's always very vocal. So I might actually wear my shirt from last year down there so I fit in. Yeah, that's all right. That way you just look like one of the mob when you're giving it to Sambo. So excellent. Uh, <laughs> mate, the, oh, the other games, there's two on Saturday, one on Sunday. The, the first of the Saturday games, uh, and I'll be out at this one. I'm looking forward to going and having a look. And it is the uh, defending minor premiers, Dora Creek, travelling to Cardiff. Uh, never an easy game, as you said, to go to Cardiff Oval, especially to start the season. Dora Creek, well, obviously, you would expect heading to this warm favourites, but Cardiff would uh, relish being underdogs on their own home ground and having a chance to, to knock over one of the competition favourites early. Yeah, I think you're probably just going to slightly lean to Dora just because of the quality and talent that they've got and like, like I said before I haven't met the bloke but Dave seems to be a pretty solid coach so um, he seems to get the boys up for games but I think it's only going to be maybe two two points in it maybe four like Cardiff, Cardiff's always tough round one they're going to be chomping at the bit to make a statement especially against Dora so I think it should be a pretty, uh, pretty fiery game it'll be good to watch yeah, I think you're right there. Where Cardiff will be right up, especially after the year out of the competition. A lot of the boys will want to put some pride back in that jersey. Dora Creek will un- undoubtedly have some uh, point to prove as well after falling one short last year. So there'll be no love lost, and 
Uh, it'll be an exciting game. We'll get back to the other Saturday game in a moment. That's your one, and we'll have a bit of a chat about it. But the final one, Sunday, 12-15, uh, Northern Hawks versus Curry Curry up at Tomaree. It's a nice ground. It's a hell of a long way to go if you're a visiting side. But, uh, uh, mate, how do we see this one? It's uh, two very unknowns. Do you just go with the home ground factor, or what are your thoughts? Well, yeah, I think I probably will go with the home ground just for the fact that I've got no idea who either team is going to roll out. Um, I'm pretty interested to see the scoreline in it. We got carried the, the week after, actually, but the young fellow's birthday thing on Sunday, so I won't be heading up to have a look. But, um, yeah, I think I'll probably just stick with uh, the, what are they, Northern Eagles? What are North, they Northern, Haw- Northern Hawks. Northern Hawks. Northern Eagles are that yeah, lonely side that died, I'll, mate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've had a couple of blue swimmers on the deck to Tavo, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, just the travel. First game, um, I think a lot of teams come down to the pub comp. I think they did it the other year. A few open grade teams come in and they get a bit of a shock. It's, it's not just the pub comp anymore. It's, it's got some pretty solid players running around in it. So certainly, certainly does. As we talked about with the names you've signed and some of those, you know, I think the talk is Richie Fayoso is on deck out at Dora Creek. So you know you wouldn't want to be uh, asleep at the wheel and uh, getting blo- getting you know Richie cleaning you up out of, out of your blind spot. That's for sure. You'll you'll know about that for a week afterwards. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, a few. yeah. So, mate, the final game of the round is obviously yourselves heading up to Somerset Park to take on the defending premiers, Thornton Beresfield. I, I personally think this is probably the match of the round, and it might be a bit biased because I've got you on the phone. But uh, two sides, as you said, there, you know, predominantly built around a, a bunch of mates, um, you know, looking to get, you know, get out on a Saturday and have a bit of an arm wrestle against another side. I think it'll be nice and physical. They've if, if they've got a similar side to last year, I know they've added a couple more. I know they've lost some, but they've had a, a few other players that have come over from uh, some of the ex-Woodbury boys, I believe, and a few other players that have moved around. So it'll undoubtedly be uh, plenty of big boys going toe-to-toe up front, I would have thought, mate. Yeah, yeah, we've got a pretty strong forward pack, so that's probably be the thing. But we're up to sort of that with every game. That's sort of our style this season, try and um, play big and strong through the middle and see how we go. We've got some good, good speed out wide, especially like, Players running off uh, Nate Taylor and Matty Simon. So, um, yeah, it should be tough. From what I hear, they've had a pretty sort of disrupted start to pre-season and everything in the start of the year. Same as us. They haven't been able to get much training done. I don't think anyone really would have with this rain. Yeah. Outfield's sort of been washed out for since the nines, really. We got on for a session last week. So, um, I know we're pretty interested with it. I guess they'll probably be a little bit of extra after the, the nines comp the other week beating them in the grand final. So, um, I don't know. They, they seem to be a pretty uh, pretty good team to play footy with, but there's no sort of shit about their game. They just get in and play footy. So, they're looking forward to getting up there. Sounds like it's uh, going to be a great way to kick off the season, mate. So, mate, we might wrap it up there. We look forward to hopefully catching up with you boys during the year. We might, uh, depending on my availability, might even sneak out to a training session with a camera and uh, maybe give uh, one, one of your bigger pests a microphone to go and pester a few of the boys. So, I think Nate Taylor's probably yeah, a lead, probably. leading candidate for that, surely. There's a few of them out there, mate. But, yeah, he would be king of the pests, I'd say. Yeah, lovely, mate. Well, all the best of luck this weekend. Good luck for the season ahead and uh, look forward to catching up with yourself and the boys during the season. Uh, hopefully it's a, a successful one for the Rabbits, mate. Well, thanks, mate. That was Aaron Morris, the player coach of Belmont South Rabbitohs. Uh, they do take on, as I said, Thornton Beresfield on Saturday at 3 o'clock up there at Somerset Park. Uh, an absolute cracking opening round of the A-grade competition. So make sure you get round to your local ground and check out that. There's games across three days, which gives you great opportunity to take in the Win Network Premiership for 2021 Round 1. All right, looking ahead to the Newcastle and Hunter Rugby League B-grade competition, which kicks off this weekend, and I'm fortunate enough to be joined by... Abba Glasson, Ants, B-grade co-coach Luke Day, better known as Pumba. Pumba, thanks for a bit of time uh, ahead of the season, mate. Yeah, not a worry, mate. Uh, mate, you're uh, you're not unfamiliar to our show, and uh, I know uh, we've got a, a good listening base up there at um, Abba Glasson, although Mick Akers probably won't tune in, seeing as he's not on the show himself. I know he likes to listen to himself, mate, but he's definitely on deck, I hear. How's the side looking uh, out at uh, McEachie's for the men's comp heading into 2021? Uh, yeah, overall, mate, we're looking. We are looking pretty good. Uh, we were chasing some players the last couple of weeks, but um, just the the typical second division comp with the lot of lot of shift workers and those type of things. Our 
our shift work has all kind of fallen on the same weekend this year. So, yeah, we've still lost a few boys from, from last year. And, you know, young Jeremy Fredericks, our captain, has gone to Maitland to better himself. And a few few boys have left, but we've also recruited, recruited pretty well. So, no, we'll still be competitive. A couple of weeks we might be a bit bit sore. But, um, yeah, overall, over the, the long season, I think we'll be right. Yeah, that's uh, certainly certainly uh, seems to be a few sides in that similar sort of boat, mate. So it'll be interesting to see. And obviously, you know, it's all it's all well and good to uh, postulate and theorise as we head into the season. But until you actually see what happens over the first probably three or four rounds, um, you'll have a bit more of an idea about the strengths. And then we go through the joys of regrades, and sometimes a dark horse can come down or go up. So we'll wait and see on that, mate. Uh, there's certainly some new teams after last year. Last year was a pretty good year though for Aberglass, and you finished with a fair bit of a flurry and, and fell so narrowly short of uh, going from a C-grade grand final loss in 2019 to a B-grade grand final win in 2020. Yeah, mate, yeah. And to be honest, I think last year was, was harder to swallow than, than the year before. You know, year before we had a lot of injuries early and, you know, Tall Timbers just come out and played well. And, you know, the, the brothers down there just, you know, put on a good class and we'll, we'll, in the end we were easily beaten. Where last year, I think, you know, last year was hard to swallow because I think we were a good thing beaten. You know, just a few wet wet track and a few silly decisions not 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 made on the day. And you know, and then all credit to Waratah on the day too. You know, they sucked fat and everyone was expecting a forty all game, and it ended up you know eight four in extra time. So it was a good good display by both teams. I think it was just one of those tough games to watch and good wet weather footy. Yeah, it certainly was the case, and you know it was a real, real arm wrestle. Unfortunately, as you said, you, you came off second best to a, a fairly strong side that many probably thought might have been into A grade when there was some reshuffles and regrades. But uh, they made the most of their good fortune, and, and you know, well deserved win for a side that was fairly consistent throughout most of the year to Waratah. Uh, they're a club that's gone through a lot of a reshuffle, as has this year's B grade competition. We see last year's C grade winners, uh, Budgie Boy step up. We see. Kersley come all the way up from, I think they were in D grade last year in the grand final, so they're up there. Swansea's come up from the lower grades. Uni have dropped back from A grade. Dudley are there again, who uh, are generally a fairly strong performer, and Glendale dropped back from A grade as well. And, of course, Windale return, uh, usually a fairly strong A or B grade side. So, uh, there's look, if you win the B grade title this year, you know you're going to certainly have earned it. Yeah, most definitely. And, and me and Wally were talking about that this week. It's, it is going to be one of those hard ones where... You know, a lot of the teams this year, like we haven't seen. You know, like we know, we know the window who are good on the weekend will be tough because they always are. You know, but those those teams that have come up from lower grades, you know, you just don't know what you what you're going to get. You know, a lot of those a lot of those teams you got players in their squad that, you know, they play a better better class of football and they step up to the occasion. So it'll be interesting to see. You know, with um, the likes of Kersley and Budgie, I know. We played Budgie two years ago and they were tough and I know I know a few of the boys out at Kersley and, you know, a few of them played first grade at Greta with us and, you know, they were tough. They were tough then. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see once once the rounds start kicking in. Yeah, certainly. And uh, looking at what Budgie did, I think they went through undefeated and won the grand final last year in C grade. So um, they've got two sides in this year as well, which generally means more numbers about a bit more depth, which... Uh, could be interesting to see. So they could really be someone that's uh, up there and amongst it, but hard to know heading into the season. Uh, I am going to put you on the spot shortly, and we're going to get some tips on the other games. Uh, obviously, we know who you'll be tipping in your game, and we'll run through the B grade. But um, what can we expect from Aberglass and yourself and, and Wally Chris Walters, uh, the co-coaches there this year? Any new recruits? Uh, who's been the you know the key returns, the key uh, the key re-signings? I know uh, he was a crowd favourite when he when he made his way up to your club last year. Big uh, Wendell Wilson has he managed to stay on board? Uh, we've already talked about Mick Akers, who's pretty handy. We won't talk him up too much, obviously, but uh, pretty handy nah, when he comes in. Not. Yeah, yeah, no, Mick's back again, and, and you know he's got down as president and um, ladies league tag coach who so he's just concentrating on, on himself and you know week in week out with the men's team which I think will be good for, for us um, Big Wendell's back uh, which is which is good to see uh, we've got a few few new signings um, which you know the boys have been ripping into training which is good um, a few of the boys have been uh, so big Joshy Ainsworth that's played lock and front row for the last couple of years for us he's, he's had a really big off season and Took a lot of weight and just you know really concentrate on himself. He wants to have a big year. Uh, big big Christy Walters for the first time in 20 years has actually done a preseason, which is surprising. <laughs> um, actually the fittest I've ever seen since we were 17. So 
that'll be that'll be good to see. He's the man to watch. Training the house now. Man to, yeah, mate. Well, I said, told him if he's going to keep playing in the centres, he's got to keep up with them. So, been, been actually training, which is good. But no, nah, all in all, mate, we've got a few young fellas back, which is good. Um, no, no real key signings. Um, you know, it's it's good we've retained a few blokes that come across last year, like um, Big Nathan Robinson. So we've kept kept our, our well, second rowers together. So him yep. and Chrissy Riley are both back. You know, and, that, and they were really big for us, just really tied up an edge each. Uh, a few of them, a few of the Musselbrook boys that have moved down this way, like um, Andrew Nichols and those boys, they're all they've all stuck on in in the centres and, and out wide. So um, yeah, if we can we can shore up up the middle, mate. Like we've got a pretty similar backline to last year. Lost a few boys like Jack and Gaffney and that, which you know will will um, miss his pace. Jordy yep. um, Hammond at one, he's he's moved on to this year, so you know missing we'll, we'll miss his eyes up. Ties up style of football, which will, which is disappointing. But you know he's moved down Newcastle and onto other things. So yeah, but all in all, mate, we should be once again. I think we'll be we'll struggle a bit this weekend just with some some leave and and, and work commitments. But but overall, mate, we'll be I think we'll be pretty competitive. You know, simple simple football. You know, similar similar crew to last year, which just just helped. Yeah, no, that's uh, always good. A little bit of consistency, I think. Uh, now, before we do get into those B-grade tips, it would be remiss of me not to touch on one of the things that Aberglassen's known for, and that's their strong performance in the ladies' league tag. And we see you with both A and B-grade uh, in the ladies' league tag in 2021. Unfortunately, no women's tackle, which I know is a bit of a contentious point for some, and we might leave that a little bit broadly alone for the moment, but just talk uh, about the ladies' league tag. And um, even with those uh, Newcastle clubs, coming back in, the Newcastle Rugby League clubs coming back into our competition. Many people still talking about the Aberglass and A-grade team as uh, certainly amongst the favourites, if not the favourites, to uh, take out the comp again. Yeah, and, and probably similar to that consistency type of type of talk, you know, that they've kept a good a good roster of people together uh, for, for a long time now. Um, you know, and once again, they're just very well drilled. They train hard, you know. Shay, Shay who's the the captain coach this year, um, out of nine, and, and, and Ash Harvey out of seven. Just, just that class. Just you know, it's, it's kind of just left people, left left a few of the teams, just looking at their tails. To be honest, um, but you know, they they don't take anything for granted either. So you know, it'd be easy for them to just stop training hard and you know, just just resting resting on the fact that they've won a couple in a row. Um, but that's that's not the case at all. You know, week in, week out, they train hard, they, they rip in, they give up a hard time for playing too much kick tennis and, you know, <laughs> they, they rip in it. So we're, we're lucky this year to have the, the B-grade girls come in. So a few of those girls, uh, a, lot of, a lot of those girls are actually from the Greta, Greta Colts Club. Yep. Um, but they've ended up coming in this year. And um, Alex Kowalski, Kowalski from Greta, he's, he's come in to coach them as well. And, uh, big Chris Roberts. So uh, yeah, no, they've come in and they've they've really bought into the culture and that. And that, that was a big thing we said is you know happy to have you on board, but you know here's here's some things that we like to see and, and they've bought in and you know turn up the training and you know been really really happy to be there and yeah that's what we like to see. Mate, uh, that is experience you can't buy. Bring in a Polish international into the club, mate. Big Alex yeah, Kowalski, so um, played with the Emerging Nations with Poland. So, but yeah, no, certainly good. And I think it'll actually be great for your girls, you know, without wanting to, you know, lay the boot into any other clubs. They, they ha- it has at times been two and three horse races in the Newcastle Hunter. So for those uh, other sides coming back into the competition, it's going to certainly uh, up the standard overall and there'll be much more of a consistent week to week, you know, performance required and not so many of the, and not just yourselves, but University and Fingal and Stroud at different points when they've been, you know, on form have been, you know, two and three weeks in a row where you're putting, you know, almost cricket scores on teams. So it'd be great to have some some arm wrestles and, and games that, you know, if you walk out with a minor premiership, you, you're going to certainly know, or a major premiership, you're going to certainly know you've well and truly earned it, not just by sort of knocking off one or two other teams, but pretty much every team in that A grade and even that'll filter down to the other grades. Yeah, and I seen the other day. I think there's three divisions in the league tag this yeah, year. Yeah, correct. You know, so which which works out well because it just means those you know like last couple of years those probably bottom bottom two or three teams in in A grade can now push back to B grade and be more competitive. So it will it will be good for those those teams that you know probably struggled to keep up with the top top teams to actually have a real good crack at you know playing at the same level and keeping those people interested in, in still playing the game. 
Yeah, 100%. And, and before we do, and I'll jump onto the, the uh, B-grade men's in a second, that your girls are, while you were on the road this week, your girls are both at home this week, uh, starting at McKeechee's at, uh, let me just have a look at the times here, I think uh, 2 o'clock at, uh, for the B-grade, they'll take on West Walls End and the A-grade will play Fingal Bay, which will be a cracker to kick off the season at 3 o'clock. So a good double header for the locals uh, out there at Aberglass. And if they don't want to make the trek down to sport you boys at Windale. Yeah, mate. Yeah, it should be it should be a good show. Um, I know the single bay girls and and um, and our girls always have a good have a good hit out, and it's always really tight. So it'll be yeah, it'll be really good to see. And certainly certainly much better to uh, look at than most most of the boys that, that turn out in the B grade, isn't that right? Oh, I don't know, mate. We're a pretty good looking team. <laughs> well, now now that you've got rid of uh, young uh, Jacko out wide, that's certainly uh, certainly been improved, mate. Oh, mate, just having some good looking coaches help. Uh, well, it's hard to argue with that, mate. Um, I don't know if it's a high bar with the uh, other B-grade coaches, but we'll wait and see. Maybe maybe that's what we'll get instead of League Castle Bachelor of the Year, Sexiest Coach of the Year. What a competition that would be. Uh, but, uh, mate, so jumping onto the B-grade, obviously you guys are the earliest game on Saturday, all four B-grade games on Saturday. Uh, Windale, at Windale, it's, there's no easy time to go down there, but to kick off the season, it's certainly a big challenge, and especially, as you said, with, it, with a few challenges around um, work rotations and things as well. Yeah, mate. Yeah, it'll be a it'll be a tough hit out. Look, I know even even through juniors, mate. You ever went down to Windale? You just you knew that you played there. You know, it was just one of those fields that you dread driving in, and you know you always know that you you're in for a hard slog. So we'll um we'll just play our our brand of footy and nice and simple, and you know keep our noses clean and hopefully try and get away with two points if we can. Yeah, good luck. Undoubtedly, it'll be a physical and uh, willing encounter, that one. Uh, I know both teams, neither of them will, will play terribly, you know, outrageously complex footy. They'll both have some pretty straightforward game plans and, um, you know, there's some good uh, physical men in both sides. So uh, worth the price of admission at Mickbird Oval there on Saturday, mate. We might just run through the other three and then I'll let you uh, get away because we uh, do appreciate a little bit of your time. Uh, now, I know you're going to be tipping blind on a few of these, but let's hear what your thoughts are. Budgie Woy and Kersley, obviously, both coming up in the grades this year down at Halaklani Oval. It's not going to be an easy trip for the crushers down there. Yeah, I know a lot of the, the Kersley boys, but after playing down at Budgie Woy two years ago, I think they're going to be hard to beat, beat down there on the home track. They get a nice local crowd, and um, if they're anything like I treated in the in the semis last year, they were a big, big physical team, and I think they'll be probably too good for them. Yeah, I think they're, they're going to be very strong this year. But I, I'm I'm intrigued to see what Kersley's added. As you said, some really talented footballers that took them to that grand final last year. So uh, undoubtedly, it'll be a good game. The next one's an interesting one for me. Swansea again, they've been a, a perennial strength in some of the lower grades, but uh, I'm assuming they've recruited well. While Newcastle University, I know they've lost a few players that have returned to South, but they've still got the likes of Jared Rodimer, uh, who's steering them around. So they'll you'd be uh, loath to underestimate Uni and. Look, they haven't had an opportunity all of last season to play at home. They spent a whole season on the road, which is no mean feat. Uh, they now head back to the university at Callaghan there, and they host Swansea. Uh, Swansea are going to have a, a big test heading over to the university, and Uni will be looking forward to celebrating their first game at home in what's nearly 18 months. Yeah, well, I think, once again, playing, playing university in the past, they've always been that young, fit team that don't give up for 80 and... And playing on their home ground, I think I think they will be hard to beat out there. So I reckon they'll they'll get the win. Um, I was trying to poach one of their front rowers during <laughs> the off season, but I think he's ended up back there. So I think um, I reckon Uni will do them. Yeah, they've got some some solid bodies up front, which has been something they've probably lacked in recent years. Last year was the first year they started to get a couple of those bigger bodies across, so that might bolster. As you said, they've always been one with plenty of run in them, but a bit of size to, to accompany that. Although Swansea's generally a fairly uh, athletic side as well, so it could be a, a fairly high point-scoring one. The remaining game is over at John Balcom Oval at Dudley, and it is Dudley hosting Glendale. Dudley last year, for a long part of the season, looked like they were... Uh, Certainly uh, right in the title race in your B-grade competition and then they faded out and you guys did a, a fair job on them uh, in the preliminary final, I think it was. Uh, they'll take on Glendale who dropped down after a really tough year. They probably got put up, uh, probably not under their the most willing of circumstances but did a good job putting up a fight to a number of the strong A-grade sides last year. So they'll be looking forward to probably being back in uh, more of their own class and, and eyeing off a win against uh, Dudley this weekend. But this one will be a cracker, I think, and fairly physical. Yeah, well, we didn't. We were actually meant to have a trial against Win, um, Glendale a couple of weeks ago, which ended up falling through. So I wouldn't even, to be honest, I wouldn't know anyone there. So after playing against Dudley last year, which um, was always a tough encounter, 
Um, we are lucky to beat them every time we played them, but they're always tough. Um, I'll have to stick with Dudley, I think. Excellent, mate. Well, thank you, mate, for your time. Thanks for a bit of insight into what's happening at the Ants. Hopefully, uh, for your sake and the girls' sake, that it's uh, six points from six this weekend uh, to kick off the season for Aberglassen and uh, the Rutherford Hotel will be rocking on Saturday night, mate. So uh, a big thanks again for your time and hopefully we'll uh, catch up with yourself and, and maybe Jess or one of the girls later in the year to, when uh, Aberglassen's on a, uh, hopefully for your sake, a, a big winning run and, and heading deep into the competition. Yeah, that'll be that'll be nice, mate. No, thanks for having me. I'll just um, I'll just comment. It's actually the Bradford Hotel this year. We actually changed sponsors over the off season. Uh, the, the one time so. I mentioned someone's sponsor, I put my foot in it. So I'll, that's I'll, it. It'll, yeah. be the, it'll be the Braddy Hotel on Sunday night. All right. Well, the Braddy, that's that's the place to go if uh, if you want to get around after McEachie's to celebrate. Hopefully, two wins for the girls and the boys making it back from Windale in one piece with two points as well. So, uh, thanks again, Pumba, and uh, we'll talk to you during the season. Not a worry at all, mate. Thanks, folks. That was Luke Day from the. Aberglass and Ants, a big thanks to him and really looking forward to the B-grade competition kicking off in only a couple of days' time. And that is a wrap for Season 3, Episode 5 of League Castle. Uh, Of course, I have been your host, Chris McPherson. Appreciate you tuning in again for your local fix of Newcastle Rugby League, Newcastle Hunter Rugby League, or for those that uh, are more up to date with the names of Denton Engineering Cup with the Newcastle Rugby League, now the President's Cup North. So plenty of footy ahead of us this weekend. Obviously, the Newcastle Hunter Community Rugby League competitions all kicking off A-grade through to the Northern and Southern Conferences, the three grades of ladies' league tag, two grades of women's tackle. There is footy just coming at you from all angles. So make sure you get down, support your local side or sides this weekend. Uh, matches going through from Friday all the way through to Sunday. So plenty of opportunities to get down and support. Uh, again, thank you for tuning in. Make sure to check out our social media channels, League Castle AUS on Facebook, League Castle AU on Instagram and Twitter. After a little bit of a hiatus, we will be resuming this weekend with the next steps of round two of the Eliminators for the People's Club. So make sure you keep voting, liking, tagging and sharing. Enjoy your footy this weekend and we look forward to catching up with you again next week to wrap this week and look ahead to the week to come. We go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be a try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window will get their second. You're listening to Lead Castle, Newcastle Hunters Home Rugby League.